Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back because it's time for the podcast. Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Uh, this is Romesh. I'm joined by Rue Madge. Uh, hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right, actually. I was what just talking about um, getting shitted on on Twitter. I thought you went off Twitter. I did go off Twitter, but then I thought I'd go back on at Christmas. Mm. It's just a fucking absolute blowtorch to They're all... your self-esteem, isn't it? Yeah. They're strange people. Anyway, we are joined by magician, hip-hop fan, Dynamo. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Uh, good to have you. How's life treating you? Yeah, it's good. Uh, you know, I've had my ups and downs, but I'm kind of... I feel like I'm riding at the top now and I'm Good. looking forward to kind of getting back out there and showing the world the new magic I've been working on. Yeah, so what's going on? You're about to you're about to uh, do a new thing for Sky, right? Yeah, a new show for Sky One, uh, yeah. Beyond Belief. It's the first television that I've made since 2014. Right. It's like six years in the making. Yeah. Um, and it actually did start almost like six years ago. I started to work on it, but I got hit by illness, which can kind of put it on hiatus. Yeah. And I've kind of just finished it off over this last year. And I'm looking forward to people seeing that. Um, it's good to have you back, man. Um, obviously, you know it's well documented your illness that you've been you've been struggling with. Have you? Were you always thinking I've just got to get through this and then I'm going to come back stronger than ever? Or what was it? I mean, how was it? Has it been like? Generally, that's my kind of attitude towards right. things. My grandma always said, "But I've got a very sunny disposition. Right. I always try and find the positive out of every negative situation." And when I got told by the doctor. But I might never be able to perform magic again because I. So the doctor said that. You wow. got yeah, told that. I'd, I'd, um, I've had Crohn's for a long time, but one right. of the side effects that came from this type of food poisoning I got gave me arthritis in all the joints in my body. Right. Which means I couldn't even shuffle cards. I couldn't physically. I could hardly walk a lot of the time. Um, spent the last couple of years really working with the rheumatology experts and working di- with different medicines to try and get me back to full health, as well as a crazy training regime and you know lots of kind of lots of stuff going on. Um, but throughout this experience, it's kind of given me time to almost reevaluate my approach to magic. So when I got told that I couldn't shuffle cards anymore, initially I was like, oh man, this is it, it's over. You know. Yeah. But then after I kind of stopped wallowing in that rubbish, uh, I started to pick myself up and think, all right, if I can't do magic myself, maybe I could create magic that I can put in the audience's hands and empower the audience to do magic for themselves and right. find something So you're trying to themselves. find a way around it, basically. Yeah, mm. I tried to find a way around it, and I developed over 100 new magic ideas in my little black book that I had in the hospital with me, and the idea was then to get out of hospital, get well enough to kind of bring these ideas to life. But what happened, luckily... As I was getting better um, mentally to do to go out and get out of hospital and kind of create this new magic, my old skills and my arthritis and all the work I was doing 
started to mean that I started to feel like my old self again. So did that, were you expecting that to happen or was that a surprise? That, that was a bit of a surprise. Like I always believed it. It's like, you know, when a footballer breaks his leg and gets yeah. told they're never going to play again. And then next thing, you know, it's eight months later, they're running down the pitch you yeah, know, yeah. scoring goals. It was like that, that dream vision in my head, um, which in some ways I do feel like I manifested into yeah. real life. Um, but it was the idea that now I had all these new ideas with this new approach to magic where I was going to empower the audience to do magic for me. Yeah. But then I'd also had my original skills back. So I had these old skills and these new skills. The combination meant that I was actually better than ever. Right, right, right. Magically. You know, yeah. like health-wise, I was still frail. I was still yeah. wasn't 100%. But magically, my uh, the hitting rock bottom had kind of opened up doors in my mind to create new paths mm. and new ideas that wouldn't have happened if I haven't had that adversity. Yeah. So what's the new show then? So the new show is all this new magic that you've been working Yeah, everything in the new show. I'd say 90% of it, because um, some of it was filmed before I got sick. So 90% of the new stuff in there is stuff that I developed whilst I was in my hospital bed. Right. And we also, I kind of documented on like video vlogs for myself a lot of the times I spent in hospital I couldn't have the camera crews in there but I kind of kept a video diary for myself it wasn't necessarily going to be seen by anybody but when I did release the information to people about what was going on with me the outpouring of support showed me that there's millions of people out there going through similar stuff and by me sharing it it helped to inspire them to not feel as ashamed or feel right. bad about it it made it made me as well as them feel that we're not alone in this. Yeah. yeah. So because of that, I decided to and to hold that back and include it in the new TV series. Yeah. But it's it's all new magic. It's uh it's from street magic. You know, we travelled all over the world. We're in Japan, uh, Moscow, um, stuff in the states. We've been we've been all over the place, and it's got some some of the bigger stunts which people know me for as well uh, I can't say what they are yet but yeah. you know in a similar vein to the type of big stunts I've done in the past um, but I think there's definitely a I found like a newfound maturity in it and also just you know it, sometimes it takes kind of nearly losing it all to really make you appreciate what you've got and you know I really kind of I've put everything into this show and I'm just looking forward to people seeing it oh cool look forward to it so when is it on? it's coming out around April, May time. I ain't yeah. got exact dates yet, but we might be able to get them before this comes out. Okay, cool. We'll sort that out when we really put you Is on it? that, haven't you? Yeah, I'm on that, yeah. You didn't sound very convincing. Oh, I am. To be honest. I just I made a mental note to get on that. Okay. You're very <laughs> close to the... Oh, yeah. There we to go. To the mic, aren't you? <laughs> I was going to ask, is there a magic trick we, you could do on Romish now that works? Did you know in, that he was going to ask it? What? Audio. Have you told him that you're going to no, do this? No, just a question. You can't, he's not just going to pull a magic trick out his ass. Oh, really? I don't think so. If somebody, oh, okay. I was wondering if there's one that would work on a podcast. I mean, it uh, just popped into my head. Something quick. Oh, I my guess. God. There you I go. guess you'd have you to ask these things. Okay, Donovan, can I can ask you an honest yeah. question. You're a very nice guy. Yeah, you don't have to. Right. No, no, no. Oh. Well, first of all, you don't have to. <laughs> but second of all, was that annoying what he just did? I mean, I'm a magician. It's kind of like it's like you probably yeah, go yeah. to so many events. Being being a comedian, yeah. you get asked to tell a joke, right? Yeah, I tell people to fuck so, off. Yeah, I guess in some respects, there's a time and a place. Yeah, yeah. you know, oh, there is a time. Like, magic being a visual medium. Yeah, yeah. You know, not necessarily. Well, well, this is what this is, the, this is what radio. I wanted to say because you, you you're being too nice to him. Yeah, don't bother. That, that was a dick move what he just did. But anyway, go on, carry on. Sorry. 
I mean, I can do magic anywhere, anytime. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's uh, obviously the listeners won't be able to see what you guys right. are seeing. Okay. So what we're going to do? So are you going to? Are you able to do something? Yeah. All right. Well, let's see this. Can you describe it and your reaction? Yeah. I'll keep it really simple. Okay. I'll just keep it really simple. Okay. Cool. He's just getting a wand out. In my in my pocket. So that is a vibrator. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a deck of cards. Deck really of cards. Okay. Yeah, deck of cards. Sealed. Um, inside the box, you can see it's sealed yeah, in there. Um, Are you about to open the We haven't sealed set deck anything up. <laughs> no. Ramesh, uh, just clear your mind for me. That was quick. Good luck with that. Um, no, just uh, I just want you to think of any playing card, not the jokers. I, okay. I don't keep them in there, but any other card. Okay. You want. Uh, fine. Fine. Yeah. Now, if you want, change your mind a few times if you want. I want you to make sure it's a free choice. Okay, fine. Uh, all right, got it. Happy? Yeah. For the first time, name it out loud. Seven of diamonds. Seven of diamonds. Yeah. Is that the final answer? Yes. Right, and are you happy with that yeah, as well? Yeah, I'm happy with that. That was yeah. a free yeah, choice, yeah, right? Yeah. Because yeah. before, before I came in here, I had one card. You said seven of diamonds, right? Yeah. You could have said any card. There's one card that I had. There's one. There's my prediction. Facing up. Your shit. Ramesh is reaching for it now. Holy, Holy shit! Seven of diamonds. See, that was my Mate, that for. is insane. <laughs> and Ramesh is reacting. That is insane. In a That's incredible. <laughs> imagine what I could do if I tried. I know, imagine that. When I wasn't put on the spot yeah. by your that is ma- I can't believe you just <laughs> dropped that out of nowhere. Are you glad I asked now? God, I was so angry with you. And now, <laughs> I, I love you for bringing this into my what life. Amazing Obviously, the credit goes to you. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is the reaction I want when people yeah. see the show. Do you know what I mean? This Holy is, shit. This is why I love magic. Just for moments like this. Like, there you go. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you watch, like, somebody react on the thing, yeah, you're you think, like, come on, mate, chill out. out. I just did exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> Rummish is now one That was fucking tears. amazing. Yeah, unbelievable. Thank you, Rupert, for asking that's the question. Right. Do you know what? I dug you out there. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I could right tell, there. but you kept that rage quite quiet. Yeah, yeah. that's great, man. <laughs> Thank you. Holy shit. Oof. What a start. We can't follow that, really, can we? I suppose we should talk about hip-hop a little yeah, bit. Are you a hip-hop yeah, fan? Oh, I'm a massive hip-hop fan. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, you know what's weird? Go on. You might not realise this, but me and you could have almost been discovered at exactly the same time. Really? How come? Yeah, because my manager is a guy called Dan Albion. Yeah. And he, I met him because he run an event called Battle Scars. Oh, my God. Is this... And I think we were potentially at the same event. Are you serious? I was there when... trying to do magic to MCs. You were yeah. trying to be an MC. Yeah. And, you know, I know that Dan was there trying to sign up MCs and he yeah. ended up signing me as a magician because he loved what I was doing. Yeah. A side he of all the MCs he was working with. not approaching me at all. And, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, so, like, I remember listening to your audiobook and you were talking about being at Battle Scars and I was like, yeah. oh, that's crazy because, like, literally, I was at that event. Wow. That's so, so mad, We possibly man. crossed paths, but... You know, so long ago. That was that was. We've we've made it, man. We're yeah, both, we're still going. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a life! That battle scars was really humiliating for me. That who I don't know how you, it went for you. How, who did you battle? Remember? Uh, I don't. What wow, I do remember is I got a lot of easy draws, mm. and then like I got to the last round, but that was really lucky. Mm. And I was up against an American guy and this guy called DVS. Oh, DVS, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was good, man. DVS was unbelievable. How weird that you guys were there together. That's so That's crazy. Bizarre. Yeah, yeah. So I, it was quite mad, like, when I was when I listened to the audiobook and I was like, oh, yeah. man, I've got to meet him one day. Thanks for listening to the audiobook, by the way. That's amazing. Holy shit. Were you, uh, perso- were you, was you an MC or were you doing it as a sort of maths teacher persona sort of no, thing? No, okay. I wasn't like Grist. <laughs> yeah. I was... <laughs> No disrespect to Gris, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. He's great. But um, 
No, I just like I was just like hmm. I don't know what happened. It's like was it lawyer that ran? Lawyer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lawyer and Dan, they were business partners. Oh, were they? they? they right, okay. Together, so, yeah. Lawyer so was like the face on. He was on the stage. With yeah. Me, like. So there was an advert in HHC Hip Hop mm. Connection saying we're looking for battle rappers, and I wasn't really a battle rapper. I just sort of like I was just fucking. I wasn't a battle rapper. I didn't know anything. But then they said send in a thing, and then like so I sent in a tape, and then they said oh you can come and do this battle, and then I turned up and realised I was like massively out of my depth, mm. and it was like terrifying. But just luckily, because I came up against people that could barely sort of speak. In some ways, though, do you yeah. feel that like doing that kind of, you know, going on stage at like a battle with MCs kind of puts you in good stead to walk on stage and do comedy and not even care about hecklers? Because if you can deal with an MC on stage, yeah. then there's nothing a heckler can say to you that's going to ruin your show. Yes, I think so. Well, I think the skills are similar. I was actually weirdly watching this thing about the art of uh, freestyling, and they were talking about the fact that they sort of analysed uh, the brain patterns of guys that are freestyling. There's, I think it's like the frontal lobe or something like that that is to do with inhibition and sort of uh, get self-awareness and stuff like that. And apparently, there's guys that are really good at freestyle rapping. Those bits, they don't have any of that self-awareness. They don't have any of that self-judgment. They just get into the zone and they're just doing it. And that's why they're so good at it. They don't have any... They just hit... They get in, in the pocket or whatever. And I feel that's very similar with stand-up comedy. The whole aim of stand-up comedy is to not be thinking about it. Is it's just yeah, yeah. fluid and it's just there, and that it's very similar. I think yeah. you're absolutely right. You There's I mean? a, it's a really interesting book you might appreciate yeah. by Malcolm Gladwell called yeah. Blink, which is about the art of thinking without thinking. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've been reading a lot about that recently. So yeah. does that because the, the 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 thing with um, I mean we we started talking about hip hop and I'm going straight back onto magic now, but <laughs> um, you have to be pretty quick, don't you? Because I know obviously you're designing tricks and stuff like that, but at the same time, people are unpredictable, aren't they? I mean, and so you're having to respond to what, what's in front of you, aren't you? So you're having to be very much in the, in the moment. It's, I've always kind of approached it a little bit like a, a jazz musician. Mm. You know, uh, the jazz musician, they, they, you have all these different like chords that you've learned and different yeah. scales and majors and all that sort of thing uh, and ways to play but then the, when you actually get in front of an audience you kind of improvise and freestyle between those different elements right. and create something that's unique in that moment when I'm performing magic most of, often when I'm on the streets I don't always have a particular plan because yeah. I have to gauge what the spectator is going to work going to feed off of the most yeah, yeah. Um, so you know sometimes if, it, if it's a if it's a lady who you know she looks like she's had a bit of a distressing day I want to just cheer her up right. but also she seems quite deep I might try something that's more like mind reading based got you, got you, got whereas you. if it's a, a bunch of guys who are a bit boisterous and like you know full of alpha males yeah. then I kind of I pick the alpha the main alpha male in the group and I do something to just humiliate him no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, you know, I, I, I do something that just kind of you know wins him over yeah. which then the rest of the group yeah. follows so it is I, I do look at the disciplines of stand-up comedians and study it quite a lot, um, right. you know, because I think it's very similar kind of skill set that you need to be able to deal yeah, with yeah. people. Because you know, as much as you can rehearse a joke a million times, when you're in front of that audience, they're in control of what they do. Yes, you know, but that's the good thing about it as well because the spontaneity of it for me is means it keeps it fresh. Yeah. It's not like being a musician and doing a song and playing playing the same song over and over again on every chat show. Yeah, yeah. you know, you have a different unique experience every time you perform like yeah, I yeah. be honest we didn't know that Romesh would react so so mate I'm still reeling from that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's incredible you know before 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 I did that magic then yeah. um, you know you were kind of feeling a bit down about the way people talking about you on Twitter yes, and then all I of a sudden boom it's uplifting <laughs> yeah F you Twitter yeah fuck you at 
Barry167. <laughs> At Seven of Diamonds. I <laughs> know, uh, that was amazing. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So when you were at Battle Scars, you were doing magic, but yeah. you were doing that because you're a hip-hop fan. You were into hip-hop. Yeah, I'm into hip-hop, and a lot of my friends were, you know, wannabe MCs and, right. you know, into the music scene. And the way I approached my career has always been from that perspective because that's all I knew. Um, my friends were making mixtapes of their material, and I wanted to create the first magic mixtape. Yeah. Uh, I ended up approaching the Prince's Trust because no one else had given me the money. Uh, but Emil from my local youth club knew this guy called Tony who knew this other guy called Prince Charles. You heard of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know him. Yeah. And uh, Prince Charles uh, was kind enough to give me a couple of grand so I could buy a camcorder. Prince Charles gave you a couple of grand? Yeah, yeah. yeah the way you said it is like you met yeah. him in a car park or something. <laughs> yeah, man. He just sort of handed you an envelope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I got a, cu- got a couple of grand off Prince Charles, bought a camcorder and a laptop and basically started filming my first YouTube videos. Right. And because at the time, TV companies weren't taking me seriously. They were they were looking at a little young lad from Bradford, from Yorkshire, yeah. you know, walking in there saying, "Yo, um, I want to make a TV show. I want to walk on water and all this sort of stuff. Just give me loads. Just give me the budget, and I'll I'll do it." <laughs> yeah. Like they look at me like this guy's trying to rob us. Yeah. yeah. You know. So I kind of had to have a different approach and. I met this guy called Tony, uh, really helped me put together a business plan. And then I kind of, you know, I had this actual plan to make this show. And then along that journey, one of the events that I managed to kind of blag my way into film at was Battle Scars. Right, and, right, right. And at that time, I was still work, kind of doing it all myself. It was like a, you know, I was like on my own hustle. But then having met Dan, um, he really helped to take my vision and put it into a way that he could walk into a meeting room and they take him seriously yeah, on yeah. my behalf. And, you know, the partnership's been going strong. We've been working together 20 years now. And, you know, every every project I do, he's been part of. And, yeah, so it, it, all, it all started from Battle Scars in some respects. Amazing. And uh, what hip-hop did you start listening to then? What sort of stuff? I'll be honest. Early How did you on, get into it? My first album I ever bought on cassette yeah. was uh, Snoop Dogg's uh, The Dogfather. But... It wasn't because I was massively in, I knew about Snoop Dogg and the songs. It was because of this dance craze where Snoop's upside your head. Yeah. yeah. The school discos where you yeah. all sit on the floor in a line and you do that, you know, you tap on the They were the doing left, that to Snoop's to upside right. your head. That was, the, that was the dance routine at our yeah. school anyway. Mm. Um, for Snoop's upside your head and that was on that album. So yeah. I, I bought that album. The homie just got 
parole And he got more stories than the highway patrol Telling me about the money Suge Knight stole But don't let that shit leak, a nigga eye get swole Niggas trying to get in to get at me Put me up on game telling me who gon' jack me But ever since I was a puppy, till I was full grown I never had no other dog pulling on my phone At the same day, I also bought I bought two cassettes. We yeah. was on a, we was on a school trip in Lamdud though. Yeah, yeah. That's my school didn't go abroad. Right? <laughs> so we're on a school trip to Lamdud right from Bradford to Lamdud Come a long way. Yeah. And I bought Snoop Dogg's album, and I also bought the single by John Osborne. What if God was one of us? Jesus, what a combo! Yeah. So I love that song. It's, it's a great song. song. Yeah, it's a great song. It was just a weird, it's a yeah. oxymoron. Snoop Dogg, yeah. dog father, and then you got you know someone t- talking about you know openly about yeah. about the love of God. Uh, kind of didn't quite you know it mm. was weird, but I had a very eclectic music taste even back then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, uh, but hip hop really kind of just got embedded into my my life from earlier. A lot of times it was, to be honest, to try and fit in with the other kids at school. Yeah, yeah, You know, my, my I had, um, there were some guys at school and um, uh, a guy called Bernard, I used to go, uh, he, was a, he was one of the cool guys at school. Yeah. And he was like a massive Tupac fan. Right. And he'd always bring in like these Tupac mixtapes that he'd made himself. Yeah. And, you know, and then he'd let us borrow them and stuff like that, you know, and I kind of, I, I didn't really like it that much at the time I, yeah. I was a bit too young I, but I was I was trying to get into it just so I could be in with him and the cool kids and his name was Bernard Andrew Bernard <laughs> yeah yeah oh right so Andrew that wasn't Bernard his first name I was going to say his first because I've, got, I've got a plush mate he's a good friend of mine yeah yeah nice. it's well. Andy Bernard and, uh, and, 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 <laughs> and any guy guy um, and Wayne Jowett my, like you know some of my friends from school uh, who were they were they were the cooler kids and just you know they were they always had like the coolest music and all that sort of stuff yeah, and I just yeah. wanted to be kind of part of that group so I kind of adopted hip hop because almost of forced that. yourself to like it yeah yeah but like then through it um, I felt like I learned so much like because if you know the good artists you know people even like Tupac you know they it's very well read and you know yeah. it teaches but it's a lot of it's about history you know it's about you know you actually get to hear about what people are really going through if you li- if you listen past the you know the the cliches you know the, the swearing talking about girls talking about you know yeah. what boring and all that sort of stuff yeah. if not you actually, girls bitches man yeah. exactly yeah. yeah you know if, if you listen if you kind of listen past that and find get to the good stuff then there's actually you know a lot of super intelligent people in hip hop that yeah. are worth learning from I mean my favourite artist today uh, at the moment was well, two but my favourite UK artist who is he just educates me all the time is Akala yeah 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 like yeah, you know if yeah. the kids at school it should be syllabus but they have to listen to Akala's yeah, yeah. five in the booth because like that's an education right yeah. there judge no one done many things wrong just don't boast about it in songs but listen to my older bars I was just as confused as you probably are but you grow when you learn Travel one cut one too many man you know get caught one too many man that could have been doctors end up spending the whole life boxed up you learn if you study so set out just to make them money no cover it's all about getting poor people to fight with one another so it's logical that us killing our brothers dissing our mothers is right in line with the dominant philosophy of our time but time is a cycle not a line comes back around you regain your mind you be ready for the energy I challenge in my rhyme Remedy the pedigree, the jeopardy your mind when the world is left is a crime. We can all fight with a brother. And then Loki as well, yeah. like you know, and um, then there's a guy called NF in America. Yeah. Um, like you know, these are, I'm kind of, I think I've definitely acquired a taste into the more conscious hip hop. Mm. So you're you're a lyrics guy then, basically. Yeah, well, I'm a combination. 
I'm a lyrics guy. I think there should be some substance in the music. Yeah. But I'm also also do love to drive so I like stuff that's got a good beat for driving to yeah. sometimes somehow if I'm driving a lot I want to make sure I've got an album that I can listen all the way through right. and there's some of the lyric albums are a bit too like it's too heavy you know what I yeah, mean like, yeah, yeah. you know there's no beat to it you know yeah. but but yeah so what sort of stuff do you drive to because I find selection of driving music quite a dangerous thing because, like, for example, I've been listening to the Gangstar album. Oh, yeah, yeah. Full uh, clip? Yeah. No, the new, the latest, oh, the latest one. one. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's great, but sometimes some of the tunes you get, like, a bit, like, I don't know, if you get a bit hyped up, yeah. I think you, it sort of lends itself to you driving quite dangerously, I think. So you have to be careful. Rage. But Yeah, Wu-Tang's bad for driving, yeah. too. I, I wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't drive in a busy town with with the first album on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I don't, I don't mind a little bit of. A, you can't put that in a car. It's nothing wrong with a little bit of a aggressive driving, especially driving in London. Like you know, you, you're it's battling against the taxi drivers. Yeah. You know, you've got, to, you've got, to, you know, you've got to fight fire with fire. Sure. So you know, like it's. So you I, put on hip hop and just fucking. Yeah, pump yeah. The I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking. If I, I, you know, I've got a, a G wagon, which has got the sickest sound system. You've so got like, a G wagon. Yeah. What's so like the bass in that. What's you, a G wagon? You, you have to have the sickest. You know, you have to have the beats on there because you feel. Yeah, but if you've got that car. You have to represent, don't you? Yeah, you've got like yeah. you, you've got like you I, can't play anybody who knows me. Like Tony who's filming this right now for yeah, my hello, social Tom. media. Hey, um, anybody who knows me, like he'll he'll testify. But when we get in my car, I don't even start the engine until I pick the song that's going to be the first song we're going to drive to. Right? Like, it's, really? It's, Do it's, it's, every like, time? it's like religion. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like I have to, you know, I have to have driving music. What's a G wagon? Yeah, go on. What's a G wagon? A Jeep. I just want to it's say also, that wasn't a humble brag. That was just to yeah, put yeah. into perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. It wasn't a humble brag. It was just a brag, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like the Mercedes like uh, Jeep thing. Oh, nice, sick. It's like a rapper's car. It's not like a rapper's car. It it's is. a rapper's car and I a mean, magician's I, car I, and I, a footballer's I, car. Yeah, I, I have two absolutely massive dogs, so it's very justified. Yeah, but you could have yeah, got a Volvo. Come on, man. You can't, well, <laughs> 70 kilogram dogs aren't going to fit. 70 in. kilogram dogs? Yeah. What are they? Newfoundland and a, oh a giant God. bulldog. Have you seen those Newfoundland? No, what's that? Fuck Is it like they're enormous. the size of a horse or like a Pretty Shetland? Much. It's like a horse. Yeah, they must, yeah. yeah it's, it's like at some it. point a dog fucked a horse and for some reason the genetics worked out. Does that not cost loads in dog food? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, my, 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 my dogs are definitely my... Biggest ex- well, my dogs and my wife probably my biggest expense. Yeah. Um, but you know, but they're but they're worth it. Yeah. You know, oh, does that not cost a lot in dog food? How, how proud are you of that question? <laughs> we're so proud. I think we'll edit it out. I think. <laughs> no, it's come, it's in. Shout, shout out to any dog food companies that are listening <laughs> to us. Want to send us some free dog food? I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> um, so, what sort of stuff do you listen to now? Is there any new stuff you listen to at the moment? Yeah. Uh, so I'm. Been listening to Yellow Wolf's latest album. Yeah, so I so listen, I think you might be you may be the first or second person to bring up Yellow Wolf. There's not we've not had many Yellow Wolf fans on this on this podcast. Why do you like Yellow Wolf so much? I, I, he's very authentic in who he is. You know, yeah. he's he's individual. Yeah. Like in a sim- similar the way like Giggs, Giggs has got that distinct voice. Yes. You know it's Giggs when he's on a track. Yeah. And he and he's he's unapologetic to be like anybody else. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm pulling that chopper out there. Driveway for ties, even grits. My demon is blood stained steel. Last night was a close range hit. Bar room is empty and smoke. Filling wind from the chimney tip. Black wall on the concrete drips. Quick water in the basket and sip. Okay, these bitches acting 
also, I think with Yellow Wolf, like he's from the, you know, from Bama, Alabama, uh, and he acts like he's like a cowboy that raps. You know yes. what I mean? It's like it's it's just. And he's not trying to tone that down and no. like be more urban with it. It's just like this is what I am. Yeah, and he, yeah. He's, he, you know, he's just being himself, and yeah. I think that's why you buy into an artist. You want to if you if you're into somebody, then you want them to be honest and truthful. You don't want you know. It, I don't feel like it's about the money with Yellow Wolf. Yeah, I think he'd be doing what he's doing regardless whether he's famous. But people or not. that like him love him, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like. Lyrically, he's you know he's amazing, and yeah. like technically, he's a really gifted MC. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the fact that Eminem signed him says yes. A lot. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but I also you know like obviously Eminem's last album was pretty awesome. Yeah. But then you know I also really liked Machine Gun Kelly stuff. Yeah. Controversial because obviously the beef that they had. Yeah. But you know that I, was was that that was we've talked about that. Mm. But that was a setup, right? Wasn't I, that a record like a label? Big, that was a record yeah, label. Cool. Artifice, wasn't it? I, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Well, like, we, that's the main reason we got you on. That, yeah, people yeah. saying that. About, two reasons. Some people say, say that about Storms and Wiley, but I, don't, I think that yeah. was legit as well. I think. I, I said to Rupert, when we get Dynamo, we, we want to get a trick. I want to get the final <laughs> definitive word. You, you want closure on Machine on Gun, on Machine <laughs> yeah. Gun Kelly and Eminem? Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think? Did, have you been following? Who else is really good though? But I, but I haven't released anything in a little while. Uh, Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. If you want Lupe lyrics, Fiasco. if you want content, Unbelievable. like amazing. And someone who I think is amazing, but just hasn't really, you know, they they had their mainstream success and then it kind of disappeared. Definitely in this country, it was Bob. Oh yeah, Bob. Like, if you yeah. listen to some, he's got a, a track called Paper Out, which yeah. is amazing, and it was out about five or six years ago. And on there, he's talking about the iPhone um, watches, like yeah. before they were even for like four or five years before they even came out yeah you think you really know what's going on they pass some laws where they can run up in your own home cameras on your laptop tv and your iphone the battery don't come out that mean it's always on smile and say cheese yeah niggas gotcha i told you fuckers three years ago about the watches if you don't take the micro trip then you can't make no dollars this ain't no lovely day for a neighbor ain't no mr rogers don't let them fuckers rob us it's like he's predicting what the future in the blue on he didn't invent them, but he's like, you know... He predicted them. Yeah. Yeah, he might them. He didn't say he invented them. Oh, no, I'm just saying, he, maybe he did. That's true. Maybe that's why he's not doing music anymore. <laughs> like, if you've invented the iWatch, fuck doing another hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, did, uh, did B.O.B. blew up, though, didn't they? Yeah, it like, was massive. Yeah. But then... But then that like, did for he had, that, he had that massive first and second album was yeah. all that as well. Yeah. But then it just kind of fizzled. But I think what happened is he then wanted... I think the first two albums that got him massive... He was collaborating with the more commercial artists, yeah. you know, like Haley from Paramore yeah. with airplanes. And you know, and new stuff with Bruno Mars and that lot. But then the albums that he came back after that were more like they were the real hip hop albums. Yeah, yeah. Which I think are not as mainstream friendly. Right. And I think, you know, it, that is the risk you take, you know what I mean? Like he I think he made albums that are for him, not for his So that, so that so I've not up. I've not listened to that, so those were for listener though, Definitely worth yeah. Albums, if yeah. you're if you're a proper hip hop head yeah. then they're actually better than his commercial okay. albums. Well, that's good to know. Rupert, you gonna check those out? Tuning in. Have you got a favourite hip hop album of all time? I would say representing the UK yeah. it's going to be Skinny Man Council Estate of Mine. Amazing. 
Such a sick album. I don't want to blow up throughout every era I've been here. So far, the underground circuit has been fair, the home of hip hop. Can you say you've been there? Home's where the heart is, so hip hop lives right here. We're from UK to you, that might seem rare. I'm stepping up now to make sure we're seen clear. In every council estate, we got pure talent. No one don't care because we're seen as a challenge. I suppose we'll He's never such be an un- like, such an we've, we've got to try and get yeah. so good. But skin, like Skinny Man, all the Mud Fam were yes. just. Unbelievable. Yeah, was Tibbs was Tibbs part of Mud Fam? I think, think he was. So, yeah, yeah, Mr. Tibbs. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, but also um, remember Swear the Suffer. Yeah. So Swear the Suffer was part of a crew called One Crew originally. Yeah. With a lot of the Mud Fam guys. Yeah. Um, and like they, I remember outside of Battle Scars. Yeah. I bought a mixtape off of Swear in the streets for Did this you? One yeah. Crew before he was before he was solo artist Swear the Suffer. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, so you back. launched Sway and me. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad. The impact you've had. I know, man. Like, hip hop not just <laughs> saved you. It wasn't hip hop that saved your life. It was Dynamo that saved yeah, your life. Yeah, Dynamo saved hip hop and comedy. And Sway. <laughs> and well, Sway is yeah, hip hop. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of what I was getting at. Where is he now? He's still doing stuff. Is he? In North London. Oh, yeah. Just right. <laughs> hanging out. Just on Geographically, he's answered the question geographically. <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything about hip hop you don't like? Uh, you sort of I, alluded to it a bit, haven't you? Yeah, I think the the inauthenticity, you know, especially with with younger artists or newer artists coming up who feel like they have to create a false life mm. in their rhymes. Mm. When if you think about it, like it's it's not believable because we don't. This is your first album. We know you ain't flossing. That's what the I way don't that understand. You're talking about. I, I just sort of when when they do a first video. And they've got like a sports car and shit. How fucking yeah, quick does money come through? They've rented it. <laughs> this is mental. Come on, they haven't even got a driving license. Yeah, <laughs> I go on tour. It takes ages for the venues to pay up. <laughs> I, I don't understand how these guys are clearing this money so quickly. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's, it's like I think you know, the reason that my favorite album, Counselor State of Mind by Skinny Man, was yeah. so real is because he was talking about real stuff. Yeah, he was yeah. talking about the stuff that you don't normally hear on the rap songs, and I think a lot of it it comes to do with. We're so influenced by the American artists, mm. who a lot of them, by the time we hear them, mm. have got the money to buy the cars. Yeah, yeah. But when they first start, they probably came through by talking about more gritty stuff, more yeah. real stuff. That's why I love grime so much, I think, because it comes from a, such an authentic place. Yeah. It comes from kids in the streets, and you know. And they've made no concessions to the industry or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, and because then it's they just don't, because up. they're not a lot, they're not accepted into the industry. Not, yeah. But nowadays, obviously, you know, with the success of Stormzy, yeah. you know, and so that, you know, it's a lot more accepted but I think initially because of the unacceptance it meant that they created their own path right, which yeah, I yeah. think is more interesting yeah yeah are you listening to anything at the moment is there anything new that you're listening to have you got a reco um, well you've given us I mean, the B.O.B. reco haven't you that's, yeah I mean well, that's, I that's older because like, he hasn't, he hasn't released cool. anything in a little while <laughs> but because um, I do you know I'm a bit of a creature of habit you know when I find a good a good track I'll just start bang on a playlist and just play you know play them over and over again um, but I I'd say there's a lot of stuff coming out from South America that I, I don't know what they're wow. saying, yeah. but it sounds sick. Really? Yeah. Like, some of it's a bit cheesy because I've seen, like, there's the commercial tunes, but, like, Bad Bunny yeah. and J Balvin. Like, yeah. I, I, I was out in South America for quite a while, did some filming out there, and on the on the uh, music channels, it was just constantly, like, obviously, like, Spanish reggaeton-type mm. type hip-hop, and I didn't really understand any of it. I don't know what they're saying in the songs, um, but it just, the sound is is amazing and yeah. it, you know for like for the for like month while I was there that was like the soundtrack to my life
to different places to kind of listen to the music of their culture yeah so. I think that's probably that I didn't expect you smashed the recommendation there mm. mate you went international sick right there's a Play wicked it, app as well that yeah. Skepta told me about yeah. called it's, it's, it's called <laughs> uh, Skepta told you <laughs> directly yeah, yeah but I want to make sure he gets the credit because he told me about this right. I didn't in the G-Wagon like, were you both so, in the G-Wagon um, no no we weren't <laughs> but the dogs but, um, but yeah he, he told me about this app called Radio and it's like yeah. if you type into the app store ready with oh with like loads of O's on yeah. the end mm. there's this international it's essentially like a map of the world and you can click any part of the world and then it'll create a playlist of music from that area and you can click like uh, you can click like you know the, the decade as well of oh really year. yeah yeah so you can pick the you know New York in the 90s and it'll play music from that area and you can pick right. the genre so it's it's really cool if you oh, want to kind good. of educate yourself that on is what's a great going on around the world uh, well, look, Dynamo, we're out of time here, man. Um, but, um, well, two things I'll say to you. First of all, you've been a great guest. Yeah. I can't believe... I'm still reeling from the trick. <laughs> Honestly, I am. Glad I, I pushed I, through. It's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. That you, anyway, that was amazing. The Battle Scars thing's amazing. Um, and also, I think that the most amazing thing of all is that you have come back and looking forward to seeing your new show and well done for sort of getting through that and coming back man and I wish you we both wish you every success with the new show and uh, urge everyone to watch it but uh, Dynamo thank you so much man you've been amazing thank you, thank you. Thank you. massive fan of yours thank you very way. much me too Ton you've been great as well man yeah you cool. filmed it lovely oh look my little alarm going off there that's go. it end of the podcast thank Thanks, you very bro. much When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.